When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Minute before noon on a live imaging Tuesday. Travis Itsiwa. Lit. This is a song that we used to use on the old morning show. And uh, somebody on Twitter, Big E, posted a picture of the three of us saying us dancing in the studio. And it was a picture of this group singing, the Fat Boys. It was a big group back in the 80s, right? Big time. Yeah. I used to be able to beatbox back in the day. I can't do it anymore. Give it a shot. I can't do it anymore. It's just not going to work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just I go. don't think I could ever beatbox. <laughs> See, who did that? Was that Jorge? <laughs> I can't do that anymore. I wish I could. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the part we needed. <laughs> you can't put this group out now, can you? No. That's, you can't uh, have a rap group. That's why when Jorge opened with them saying the fat boys, I was like, oh. Can I get blamed? doing that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yes, we are dancing in the studio. We're three larger gentlemen. We're North American cut. You hear that? If I'm doing that, call the paramedics. <laughs> you're, you're, right. you're in distress. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Right. What started this bit with key? But oh, because you said you baked ribs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I went to school in Seattle. Right. So you baked yeah. ribs. Well, you can't. You can have a smoker in Seattle. Smoker. Have you been to Seattle? Yes. It rains four days. I a know, week. but you can still. The smoker's not. Well, we had, we were poor college students, so we had like the old Weber. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't only, get the Keyshawn deal? No, the only thing oh. outside was the Weber. Everybody else is inside. So. I mean, there was no briefcase at all. No. Not, not at all. all. No wow. briefcase. No. Not for you bag. or not for anybody? <laughs> no briefcase. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a feeling there might have been a bag laying going, around I'm somewhere. I'm going Eric Dickerson. I will never admit to anything. Ever. That's, ever, ever, ever. You just got a brand new Trans Am the first day you was at SMU. Who? Camaro. ED. Oh, Camaro. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Camaro, my bad. Oh, we're about 55 minutes away from Super Crosstalk. Momo, the great Ramona Shelburne, and Andy Kamenetsky are in for Mason and Ireland today. It's going to be an interesting lit. Because Momo pushed back on it a few weeks ago. Oh. She said she preferred me on tape. So we'll see wow. how it goes today. She didn't like the live version. Wow. Really? Prefers you it actually kind of hurt me because I think I thought Momo and I were close. But it kind of it hurt me a little bit. Not like Travis. She said in on the air, so it wasn't like when Travis assaulted me verbally off the air <laughs> last week. Wow. Yeah. Momo is very honest. She is. Yes, she she is. will give you her opinion. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she is. I like it. She was, She checked in on me last night. I got knocked out of my Eliminator football pool last night, kind of, sort of. I think I still – I got a bunch of tweets from people today that were asking about it. I had the Patriots. This, yeah. is why the, this is why I had the question for you earlier. New England just absolutely torpedoed my chance to win some money last night. Wow. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it's a bad deal. Yeah. This might deal. be the end of Belichick, too. You know that? You think he'll leave? It, it, look, it's it might be the end of Belichick this year. Don't you think he wants to stay and, and beat Shula for most wins, or do you think he doesn't care? It's, it's funny you say that, because it's, I want to say it's 41 wins away. I think so. yeah. That's a long time. That's, That's another four years, at, right? At least. I was going to say three. Well, three if you're winning 13 games a year. Right. That's but what I'm saying. That's you, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. If you're getting 10, which is a lot, that's four-plus seasons. And if you stop now, you're still first ballot. Oh, he's yeah. the greatest of all time. And when they mention Shula, they're going to mention you. Yeah, so, you know. But you know he deep down he wants that. I, I'm sure Brady wants to be the best quarterback of all time. Uh, I think he decided he's done playing football it might be six weeks ago. Might be, I know. <laughs> that, yeah. that he decided to go on a hunger strike. Dude, that guy can't weigh 150 pounds right now. He looks What's very going thin. On with he him? looks very gaunt. I mean, look, imagine that. I mean, he used to have the best life possible. You're winning football games. You're winning championships. You're going home to a supermodel. Now everything at home is a mess. So there's no joy anywhere for that guy right now. And I think it's showing on his face. So he can't eat? I think it's showing on his face right now. It really is. A lot going on. I'm trying to think what would happen for me not to eat. (laughs) I I have a feeling my stress would go the other direction. I'd go the opposite way. I'd look like Tony Siragusa. We eat our stress. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No doubt. I wouldn't look I wouldn't look like Nicholson and as good as it gets. I'd look like Tony Siragusa prime Ravens. Man, that's a big dude. That was Absolutely. A big guy. big the man. Biggest guy you ever played with. The biggest the dude ever wise. played with? God, his name was Daryl Ashmore. The first the guy name. I actually saw swing a helmet on a player. Go yeah, on. My first year in uh in LA, uh 1994. We got into a big team fight in practice and he ripped off the helmet of Daryl Boykin our safety and swung it. And when it hit him, it stopped the whole fight. 
Like, we couldn't believe. He hit Boykin with the helmet? Right in the head. And it stopped everything. Like, I did you just hit him with a helmet? Like, we're in a, like a, like a Pier 6 brawl. Boom! Stop the fight. And Daryl's like six foot seven, 340 pounds, huge, all biceps. You know what I mean? He just lost it? I don't think his, his pulse went up ever. It just... It just did it. Like Aaron, it just did it. You know, it just happened. And it just scared everybody. But he was the biggest guy. Absolutely. By far. <laughs> when, when you tell that story, like I, I'm thinking about all of the things that when we see them, like Aaron Donald, like yeah. Draymond. Yeah. Right? When, when you see these things, that we're, <gasps> they happen a lot, don't they? They do. Yeah. It just like, it stopped the room. Like, did you just hit him with a helmet? And Daryl got hit and he like didn't pass out, but he looked at him like, did you just hit me with a helmet? And then his head started to bleed. Well, yeah. I would and think then he passed so. out. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. What, did they – was everything fine? Did Actually, they – go they, back to practice? Like, they what do you, cut what Daryl. Do do? They cut the safety. They cut the guy that got hit. For what, getting his head in the way? I, man, it was weird. It was a weird deal. That was a weird time to be a Ram. It really was. It just comes down to who's the better football player, right? Like, if, if we can't live together – one of us has got to go. I'm going to pick the guy that's better, right? Well, I know I'm not cutting the six eight guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know I'm not, not cutting that guy. Not if the six eight guy is the guy that's swinging. No, he moves people. people. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. That's not going to be the guy that goes. Um, the NFL hasn't had the analytical revolution that baseball has that, in my opinion, has really drastically reduced the fun of watching baseball. And thankfully, next year, if they get rid of the shift and all that stuff, we can get back to having hits, runners on base, and the fun stuff. I understand it's not the best way to win a game, but it is the best way to put a TV product together. True. Um, Football hasn't had that revolution, but they've had analytics get involved in the game to a great deal. And in particular, when it comes to making decisions, right? Down and distance, time score, timeouts left, all these things. Some guys seem to be able to take this information, like Sean McVay, who I'm sure knows it, but make decisions in-game that are appropriate to that game. And then you have guys like Brandon Staley, Nathaniel Hackett, some of these other guys that are making these decisions that just don't make any sense to Marco, to go for it on fourth down in your own end, to go for it when a field goal would put you up two scores. I just, It feels like all of the stuff that is being a coach has been reduced to a computer formula that why even have a coach if you're just going to say, now this gives me a 52% chance, this gives me 51, let's go with the 52. Why even think about these things? I don't know. Some guys are thinking about the press conference after. That I think that's what's driving their decisions, really. Uh, if I don't go for this, the analytics say I should or I shouldn't. So if I don't and we fail, I'm going to have to answer this you know, in, in the postgame press conference. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to have to answer for that. So I think, guys, every coach, even Sean McVay, has a coach that's in his ear telling him about game situations, how many timeouts you have, what hash marks you're on, uh, field goal percentages, analytics, all that stuff. But it's still up to the coach to make that choice based on his gut, based on what he knows about his own football team. Sometimes that goes against the card. Sometimes that goes against the computer. Now, the one thing you have to have confidence in is you're going to make it. Yeah. And you also have to have the stones to stand up and say, this is why I did it when it fails. That's the problem. Like, Hack it up in, in in Denver. I like the guy, but clearly I think he's in over his head. When you have to hire someone late to make those choices for him, that's a bad hire. Mm-hmm. But every coach, I think, needs a little bit of help. Well, I, I'm not opposed to help. I'm not opposed to even – look, guys make decisions. Some of them work. Some of them don't. That's fine. Yeah. But what you can't do is just be have, – have this identity. And let's use Brandon Staley as an example. Somebody yeah. who you spent time with when he was the D.C. for the Rams. Um it's fine to be aggressive. It's fine to be, hey, look, we're going to go for it. We get a chance to, to lock this thing up. We're going to do it. We're gonna, we are a team that is an aggressive team. We go for it on fourth down, et cetera, et cetera. But then there's the, hey, listen, if we just do nothing, we're into the playoffs. Right. If we just don't go for it here and just let this thing happen, we're going to get very positive things. That your identity, in quotes, becomes more important than the situation at hand. Like, let, let's at least have some it. feel for what's happening in this game. The math may say call timeout, but if I do nothing, I win, or I go to the playoffs. In this case, it would be a tie. It just seems that, and I get it, everybody makes a mistake. But the same mistake over and over again, that's not a, an identity. That's like a compulsion. That's an addiction where you're just following these numbers regardless of what the outcomes might be. I think some guys made their mind up before the game even started. Hmm. I'm going to be super aggressive today. No matter what, I'm going for it. No matter what, I'm not going for it. Instead of, what's going on in the game right now? What have we been doing against them? 
How have we been? How have we been? How how has our offensive line handled their defensive line in these situations? Instead of making your mind up before you actually kick off, have a feel for the game before you make those choices. Would you make a Sean Payton lurking around? Sean Man. Sean Payton's going to coach again, right? He's not an old guy. He's in his I want to say late fifties. That's not by happenstance that he was here on a team that's got a lot of good players. Yeah, in a the stadium, in the stadium, watching that football team. That's not by happenstance. 58 years old. Yeah. And we, the, the Cowboy, there's always been rumors he's going to go back to Dallas eventually, right? Oh, yeah. That because he worked there before, because, you know, Jerry changes coaches. Wants not, him. Yeah, he wants him. Wants him bad. That, but but as, does he want Dallas? Or well, does he want this team? This team seems like a this is, the Chargers have a ton of good players. They're oh, going to yeah. get healthy. They're going to get a lot of these guys back. And it doesn't feel like you have somebody in Telesco or ownership that's going to be dictating what it is you're supposed to be doing like they do in Dallas. No doubt. This seems like a much better fit. You can have full free reign here. You can be the guy. You can have the final decision on personnel and coaching. Or would you want to go to Dallas and deal with Jerry? The, the thing there with, might be more money in Dallas. I was going to say, the, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 being the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys makes you stand up pretty straight, I bet. No doubt. You know, like, I'm, I'm the, cow, the, the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like managing the Yankees. True. Right? It, it's, there's just some things that are a little bit cool. Even if it's not as good of an opportunity, it's just a little bit cooler. Yeah. But the Charger thing is fascinating because that, that feels to me, and the, like, this is the same thing we've said about Arizona State football, San Diego State football. There are some things like, if anybody ever figured that out, Forget oh it. my God! Forget it. Yes, sir. The Chargers feel because look, let's use the Rams as an example. The Rams, when they came back uh, seven years ago, it, were not a good team. They were not loaded up with great players. They're kind of boring to watch, right? And yeah. then they had some good players. They, they yeah. some, but yeah. not a roster full of guys True. that made you think that two years later they're going to be had in a the healthy Super Bowl. Todd Gurley. Had a yeah. healthy Todd Gurley and a young Aaron Donald. No it's doubt, a really good starting point. But it wasn't like they were just loaded with guys like the Chargers are right Correct. now. Correct. You bring in Sean McVay, mm. you put him together with those pieces that we're talking about, mm. you put him together with a general manager who shares his vision. Oh, boy. And all of a sudden, what looked like a long process- You're in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that <laughs> Immediately. Like that. That's yeah. what the Chargers feel like to me. Well, there's some heat there between McVay and Sean Payton. So I could see Sean Payton wanting to come here and trying to one-up Sean McVay. Yeah, this goes back- to early in McVay's career, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's some heat there. What what started it? I'm, I'm not able to recall it's what It's kind it of centered around Greg Williams. Uh, There's a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah. But Sean McVay was on the sideline when some of that stuff was going on. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I could see him coming here and trying to one-up the defending champs or at least the big dog in town. That would be fun. But wouldn't that be intimidating if you're doing your show – and a guy they're thinking about hiring is standing right behind you watching you. Of course. <laughs> right. of, I mean, I don't know how you could do it. I'd be, I'd be talking like this. I'd be like, where, 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 where'd he go? Right? Exactly. Like, I, I don't, wouldn't even know where to look. Sean Payton being here is not by happenstance. I'm just saying. You think he gets that gig? It depends on what, what – I was about to say San Diego. It depends on what the Chargers do the rest of the year. Because they're, that seat's getting warm already. They're underachieving. Now they, they they're they, way too talented. They might be well, Ankman on the game on Monday night a couple of Mondays ago said the Chargers have way too many good players on offense to be this bad. Yes. And I went, Whoa. That's a that's a big statement, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he kind of walked it back. He goes, Well, at least I think so. But it was very clear he's saying, Look, what what are you using these guys? Too for? much talent on offense and a defensive minded head coach. The first guy to go was always that defensive-minded head That's coach. That's everything, right? And Sean Payton used to be Sean McVay. Happens quick. Oh, boy, doesn't it? It happens quick. <laughs> Absolutely. Sean McVay is one of those dudes that feels like, whether it's here or somewhere else, he's going to be around for 30, 40 years, and you got to see the beginning of it. Yeah. And hopefully it's here, and hopefully they keep winning, and hopefully everybody's happy, gets paid, and everything else. But this feels like the beginning of something. They, you don't get this many wins this quickly. Go to the Super Bowl that many times this quickly – just because you were pretty good for a while. You have to have No, that he's great. Yeah, great is the word. It's a great hire. I told my little young daughter, because she loves the Rams, I said, Sean McVay will be in your life for the next 20 years, either on the field or on TV. Yeah. He will be talking or coaching Thinking, football. You, some of you played with. Dick Vermeil kind of had that, right? Dick oh, Vermeil yeah. was at UCLA, went to the Eagles, took him to the Super Bowl, didn't win, but took him to the Super Bowl, and then basically said, you know what? I'm burning a little hot. I need to take a minute. Did TV for, what, 20-plus years? Yeah. And was really good at TV. Uh-huh. Came back and won a Super Bowl with you. His press conference was when he retired from football, 
It's because he had to. And he's back to coach football because he had to. I could see Sean McVay going the same way. Does he burn that hot too? Oh, my God. But look, the work-life balance for him, I think he's got that part figured out. That's the one thing Vermeil did not do. I don't think Sean McVay will actually hit the burnout phase. But he will grind as hard as he can to win a championship. Multiple. UCLA, speaking of them, uh, they're back at it. The Trojans are back at it. Oregon is back at it. And there's a little there, – there's a mix. There's a recipe here, DeMarco, where USC and Oregon could play for a spot in the national championship game. I'll tell you what it is next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Are you- this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Live Imaging Tuesday. Lit. On Travis and Sliwa, DeMarco Fars here. Love that part. That's a, they've seen the song. They? Love that part. The great group War. Yes, sir. One of those killer oldies. Good job, Jorge. I don't know oh. if Travis, if Travis oh. hears this music in his neighborhood... <laughs> There's Orange County. Go <laughs> call the HOA. Oh, this, is why, the this is why I need to join the HOA to prevent HOA, such, H- such problems. HOA is calling the Orange County Sheriff, and they're showing up 30 seconds. Excuse me, sir. Um, what are you doing the, this evening? Why are you driving through the neighborhood? Wow. Going to see Trav. Yeah. This song does not. <laughs> this song does does not sound right coming out of a Prius, does it? <laughs> no, no. I, I yeah. I think one of my neighbors might pick up the phone. Think so? if this <laughs> playing loudly on my street. It could happen. Oh, wow. This reminds me of uh, George Lopez, and I always used to fall asleep on it. Nick and Knight. Yeah. On, no. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Great yeah. song. He's got a new show. Does hey, he? Yeah. Yeah. Member at Lakeside. Lopez on Lopez. Speaking yeah. of, I got questions for you. Put a pin in that. The Lakeside, Lakeside girl. Yes. Yeah. You never followed up on that. Her father just got entered into the Candy Hall of Fame. No joke. It's like a big festival. Candy Hall of Fame? Well, why do you think they're members at Lakeside? Well, what, what can you tell me the candy? I don't know the candy. Oh. It was like he brought gummy worms. His grandfather brought gummy worms to the United States or something. Why couldn't I have come up with an idea <laughs> like that? Just like, let's bring gummy worms to the U.S. Some, there has to be another wow. one of those out there. There is a Candy Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah, see, you thought I was putting you on. No, I'm just, I'd never heard of it. That's, that's amazing. Done. Yeah, but that's a lot of stuff. Just take one, let's do it, and I'll go. You want to play Lakeside that badly? Yes. It's it's the one on the list here in town that I have not had. Go to the, the smokehouse after? Great. Have some of the world famous garlic bread. The garlic cheese bread for yeah. sure. All right, so pickleball. This was a topic yesterday on the radio station. Sedano, Ireland, Cappy were talking about what if we had a pickleball team? Mm-hmm. Do you have you ever played pickleball? I have. Oh, you have? I have. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought that there was more. He coming. wasn't really giving me much. Yeah, there, but no, no. I've played pickleball. Are I you, like it. Are it's you fun. good at it? Um, I would say you played pickleball too. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. it's oh. quick. Fun. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, I would say I'm slightly better than average, but not good. I don't stink. I can hold my own. So, how long does like a pickleball match go? An hour, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not super long, and it's played. It's in a good a sm- workout. It's played yeah. in a small little spot. It's not like tennis where you have to run all no. over the place. Bat, it's bat, pretty, bat, pretty small. Yeah, especially if you play doubles. Double pickle, pickleball doubles. You can play pickleball doubles. Okay. Well, this is interesting. What if we had a pickleball event in the spring? I'm in. You're isn't in. Definitely. 100 Isn't pickleball a little bougie? No. Well, Why is it bougie? It's super popular right now, too. Well, yeah, that's the thing. LeBron started a team. Brady started a team. Mason okay. may start a team. Why is it bougie? <laughs> I don't know, because tennis is a bit bougie. Oh. It's, uh, it's played at, like, racket clubs and stuff. Yeah, no, pickleball's but the, a little bougie. Y- y- you'd think, and you're not wrong, but they're kind of those courts are all over the place. They're everywhere. They're packed yeah. all the time. I'm in. Let's do it. 
Really? Are we doing doubles? Are we doing singles? Are we doing doubles? Ramen? Definitely doubles. Like I need details. Did you say something about ramen? Round robin. Oh, because we can have ramen. ramen. There too. Oh, we can have ramen while we do a round robin. <laughs> robin. Right? Right, so pickleball, you're possibly into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. If Tommy Lamb, the uh, president of the Funny Games Department, is in the back listening, he's getting excited. Shouts out to you, Tommy. Let's go. Or, so we don't know, but if we do doubles, I'm in. Me and you. Just Absolutely. Saying. We could cover some ground. That's a lot of beef on one side of the court. We, we, yeah, the, the court might be <laughs> tilted a yeah. little bit in one direction or the other. And if we lose, we'll just go slap fight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're on your own there. If you lose, we can go drinking. I'm, that sounds That's like we'll fun, a pickleball, A 7-10 pickleball invitation, huh? Yeah. In. Okay. Yeah. Right. Have a trainer out there, though. How often have you well, played? Well, Dr. Clapper will be there. Perfect. Hmm? How often have you played? Uh, let's see. I haven't played in a month. Oh, that's something. Mean, during right. the summer, I played a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You haven't played in a month. You, that makes it sound like you play often. During the summer, I played a lot. It really? was fun. It's, it's everywhere down there in the South Bay. Well, yeah, Everywhere. Yeah. We needed something other than the South Bay, but we'll, we get around. Yeah. We'll do it. Apparently, it's I'm, hitting I'm North OC, so that's where we may park, pull up. It's, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Is the ball like a tennis ball? It's like a wiffle ball. Oh, it's like a wiffle ball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, very fast, you. quick sport. There yeah. you go. I like right, it. Travis and Sliwa with DeMarco continues now. I would not have pegged you as a pickleball player. I'm not going to lie. Why? Uh, I don't know. You don't strike me as a stand, racket sport guy. I can't stand tennis, but I can play the heck out of some racquetball. Why not tennis? Too much running? Too much running. Yeah. Well, yeah way too far. But yeah. racquetball is right up. It's Did right I tell you what Dr. House. Clapper told me about? My, my hip started to bother me. I was playing a lot of tennis. Yeah. And my hip started to bother me. I went and saw Dr. Clapper. And he tells he does me the clapper vision, all of these things. And he goes, let me just ask you, you see a lot of guys like you playing tennis? I said, no, not really. He goes, well, maybe time to get on. Wow. The, maybe time to get on the bike. I see you. <laughs> I see you. Yeah, okay. And the serve. I, the yeah. serve kills me. Oh, that's fine. And I'm, what do you call that? Ambidextrous? Are you? Yeah. You should play with two rackets. So it's always a forehand for me. It really is. So you just slide the racket into the If other you hit hand? it to my, my left, left hand. If you hit it to the right, right so hand. So you got your pen in your left hand. You right I'm left handed. Eat. Left hand. Okay. Throw right. Everything oh, else is right. Oh, big time. So if you hit it right down the middle, <laughs> I'm hosed. It's going to hit you in the chest. Right in the chest. <laughs> I can't figure out what to do. But racquetball, you got the little cord around your wrist, so I'm all lefty there. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. Off the top of your head, don't think too much about it. Just answer. Best team in the Pac-12 football this season is? Huskies. No, stop. You said don't think. <laughs> no, but okay, think enough to not give me a stupid answer. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, Oregon. I think so, too. I can't stand it. I hate saying it, but I have to go with Oregon. You know, as a Husky, yeah. you should not want to say it. Can't but say it. Here's the path, okay? Georgia and Tennessee are going to play each other. Correct. Somebody's going to have a loss, okay? Alabama already has a loss. Right. So that means that there's a scenario where a one-loss western half of the SEC plays against an undefeated team here, right? If they pick each other off, now everybody's got one loss. Ohio State and Michigan, maybe somebody comes out unbeaten. You need a bunch of one-loss teams for this to work. That stinks. Yeah. But Utah still has to go to Oregon and play there. Now, Utah smashed Oregon a couple of times that they played last year. Really just kind of bully-balled them and and took them apart. Um, But – SC does not play Oregon during the regular season. Thank goodness. Say Oregon runs the table, finishes with one loss at Georgia. Bad loss, 46-point loss, but first game of the season in Atlanta against the best team in the country. You may forget it. You may forget it. Yep. And, and it was to the best team in the country. Right. Let's say they get in the Pac-12 championship with just the one loss there. Let's say SC runs the table the rest of the way. They get in. Their only loss is a one-point loss in Salt Lake to a good Utah team. I think people understand that, you know, it's not Georgia, but they're a good team. They, they play hard. They got good players. They're well coached, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. Those two one-loss teams play each other in the Pac-12 championship game. Okay? Right. The winner of that has a handful of good wins, only one loss. Both of them would have good one-losses to Georgia and to Utah. Can the Pac-12 get a team in that Final Four? You in that can't scenario? keep them out in that scenario. What if everybody else has won? What if Georgia's unbeaten? Clemson maybe has won. Maybe they got an unbeaten out of the Big Ten, Michigan or Ohio State, and you got to have TCU lose a game at some point. But you're going to need everybody to be one loss. You can get in at that point. I think you can. I think you can make a case for it. I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but you can make a case for it. That seems to be what the Pac-12 is right now. West Coast football. You need everyone else to have at least one loss. 
they're better than they they're better than I thought it was going to be because you've got four I think good teams in Utah, UCLA, SC, and Oregon. I don't think Washington's bad. They had a they lost to Arizona State. That was a killer for them. Horrible. They had they, momentum too. Yeah. That, yeah. And what they who they smash? Uh, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan State. They had right? momentum big time. They had that going on, but so they're they're kind of but it's a better league than you thought. But it's weird to think about. You won a national championship out of the Pac-10. Yeah. SC. The path for SC is win your games. You're going to go. It's SC. They're going to put you in. But you really do need help out of the pack. And I think this is the 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 because no one sees you play. No one sees you play, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the and the respect for it is unknown, right? Yeah. When SC's good, you assume they got a bunch of NFL guys. When Oregon's good, you don't assume they got a bunch of NFL guys. You say guys. Phil Knight has a lot of money. You say Phil Knight's guy. When when Utah's really good, it's like and they actually do have a lot of NFL guys. But it's all Kyle Winningham's a really good coach, right? I think this is why SC and UCLA are leaving. Not aside from the money, of course. You know the uh, pile of money. It's I can go to the Big Ten, and if I get through there with one loss, I'm still right in the middle of the pack. You're you're, you're in the you're in the mix. Absolutely. That that would make me not want to leave though. Be, because but I got to be perfect in the Pac-12. I have to be perfect to get in to have a real shot at it. At one loss, I need help. I need everybody else to lose a game. What do you have a way. better chance at being undefeated here or one loss there in the Big Ten? college football man you're gonna stub your toe at some point big time right you're, you're, yeah. you're gonna have washington arizona state arizona yeah. state and washington played 10 times washington's winning nine but the one that happened happened right yeah so if you go through and you lose to michigan or you lose to ohio state or if wisconsin gets their act together whoever it might that be, that could drop you right? out yeah but but you'll only drop a little bit if you lose to oregon state yeah you go from number six to number 16 true perception happen in the big 10 but don't you think it's easier to run the table here than it is there well to run it yes but not necessarily get through with one because again you one only loss have, one loss is not an so you're saying the conference situation. with a one loss you still will big, stay in the public the conscious. Big 10 champion with one loss goes yeah. to the final four. more people will see you more eyes on the product yeah you'll get the nod over the team you don't see because when we won the national championship it was the old school way it was just the polls, right? Yeah, the polls. So we had to absolutely crush people for the East Coast people to recognize us. Yeah, fifty-five to seven. Oh, they're pretty good. You never saw us beat SC by you know fourteen to three. No one cares about that, right? But we beat Kansas State fifty-five to seven. Oh, they must be okay. As a Pac-10 guy, it's going to be super weird to see those teams play in the Big Ten. Like when when SC is playing Purdue in weeks, it's like what are we doing here? You know, one when they school, play Wisconsin, I'm in for that. But one geez. school is going to be okay. The other one, I I, I don't see. You think it. UCLA gets got? I up? think UCLA could, yeah, could get mowed down there. I don't think they're going to get the recruits. I think SC is going to take all the recruits with them to the Big Ten. Isn't that what's happening now? And then and now we just got a big pile of money to pretty much on. Absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad way to do it. Russell Westbrook is still here? Yep, still here. <laughs> for how much longer? We'll figure it out next. It's Trav, it's Slee. DeMarco's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Rotolo Chevrolet has been in business since 1971. Think about that. That's nearly 51 years ago. And if you've been in business for 51 years, it means you're taking care of people. It means that people are coming back over and over again. It means they're telling their friends, hey, you got to go to Rotolo Chevrolet. They've been dealer of the year for 11 consecutive years. Think about that. You know anybody in sports that wins 11 MVPs in a row? No. That's what Rotolo did 11 years in a row, dealer of the year. Number one in sales volume since 2013. That means they've got the best choice, the best prices, and by far, the best customer service. You can see all of this at RotoloChevy.com. That's R-O-T-O-L-O, RotoloChevy.com. Go see Mike Capozio. He's running the show out there, and he's going to give you the customer service experience of your life. His entire staff right there is dedicated to making sure that you get exactly what you want. Professional, efficient, courteous, and the selection, as always, off the charts. Right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit in Fontana. That's Rotolo Chevrolet. And tell them that Travis sent you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But I'd have to marry her to, to do that whole thing. I'll join you as often as you want. <laughs> just saying, I'm a pretty good golf partner. Wow. I like to play golf. That's Take one. Of, yeah. That's a lot of talking. Absolutely. Live Imaging Tuesday with Travis and Slee, about 20 minutes away. 
from Momo and Andy Kamenetsky. I just saw Andy in the bathroom. Okay, how'd He's that getting, go? I did a Boogie what? Nights line to him. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, he didn't really seem to respond. I think Andy's he was in the loop too. Oh, he's. Star- I think he was startled to see me there and didn't like know what to say or what I would say. So that should make. What was for- the Boogie Nights line? In the bathroom. <laughs> I know. <what laughs> it's Why not from have- the bathroom scene. It's more from. The Jack and oh, Eddie I, I first meet. Yeah, I knew. got it. With the yeah, he's in the yeah. he's in the he's washing dishes. Remember, I gotcha at the club. Demarco's a boogie nights guy. I could see that. Yeah, we. Is your ending the favorite part? Sorry, you stepped on me again. No, not oh, okay. no. Little Bill, because <laughs> that's Kaplan's favorite part. Is the, the ending. The arc of Little Bill is my favorite. The in that ending? Movie. Yeah. No. Uh, his favorite part is the end. That's the wrong. When part Dirk's to giving like himself the, the speech. In the mirror? <laughs> I, know, I know how it ends. He's a great big shining star. Right. That's Cappy's favorite part. No. no. <laughs> Meanwhile, make sure you're listening to Mason. Hold on. Let me pause one second for the air check. Thank you. Make sure you're listening to Mason in Ireland next week for your chance to win a luxury oceanfront getaway to Terranea Resort. You can splash around out there. A two-night stay in an ocean view suite, a Lexus LC to drive for the weekend, golf at the links, dinner at Catalina Kitchen, and limo service to Crypto.com to watch a basketball game. And depending on how things are going, they may ask you to jump in and play. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Can you shoot? A little bit. Yeah? Yeah. You got a soft touch? A little bit. I'm more of a rebounder. Did you make more than 8% of your threes? I can make 8% oh, so of my you got, threes. You don't need to make this personal. I didn't. I asked to pick a random Come on. number. Listen to Mason in Ireland next week for the Terranea giveaway. Thanks to our friends at Terranea Resort. Now, if if like if Jorge wanted to go to Terranea. Yeah. Like, could we hook him up? Absolutely. Okay. What are yeah. you trying to say? Is it I me, think he, me, me plus one? Or? Yeah, it's a you plus one. Okay. And me too. The three of us. No, me plus, plus one. He's <laughs> out. One bed? Yeah, well, we can share a king. No, no, yeah, no yeah, worries. Yeah, yeah. Fold out? <laughs> Fold out. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> what are you going to do? Travis, it's Lua. Uh, continues now. Thank you. Wow. So where do you come out on the colonel? You told me about some of the guys you like. You never mentioned the colonel. The Colonel. The Colonel. May I see it? Oh, that guy. <laughs> that guy. No. Did you see how he ended up? Yeah, no, no it didn't go well. Absolutely well, that was not. his own fault. <laughs> right. No, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the Colonel. What's but the- I would take the big bag of bloody money. Absolutely. Oh, so when Buck swoops in the donut shop, no and doubt. all of a sudden- oh, you, you guys do this for the Christmas? Remember when See? <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> we could do this all day. <laughs> hey, Buck, Buck didn't belong with that crew. He not at a, all. He was a kind-hearted guy. Too, too he, kind-hearted. He did, he did not belong with the rest of those people. Did he actually have a scene? Not, he, not actually, the scene that you're thinking Yeah, he didn't of. actually no. have a scene. No, okay. we never yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel the outtakes, maybe. Maybe. Deleted yeah. scenes. Yeah. I, I really do think Cappy is the Buck swope of our... He's either... He could be Reed Rothschild, of course. Yeah, that He could also be... Uh, Who's the guy who uh, who screws it all up for them? Oh, Todd. He could be Todd. Oh my Todd Parker. God. Todd Parker, right? Yes. Todd Parker. Yeah, Todd's bad seed. <laughs> Todd came in and everything went. Yeah, you're you're more Todd in this situation. Whoa. You could take it to a. You take everybody's having, it and then you're like, hey, you know what we really could do? And then you're in a Todd. You're in the middle of a Todd. I'm more moment. of. I'm in the robe in that scene. You get what I'm saying? That guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> who's what popping firecrackers? Which who's Tommy. That? That's that's. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, good night, everyone. <laughs> so the Lakers. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Cosmo. Oh my what goodness. You, what are you gonna do with wow. old Cosmo? <laughs> that's really. Oh, cool. that's a scary <laughs> scene, though. Something else oh. along the way. You could make more than eight percent of your threes. I, I believe think that so. To be true. I, I hope so. No, I mean. Unguarded, yes. <laughs> well, Not okay, in the NBA, so, yes. So, hold, hold on, hold on. Unguarded means you could take that role because he's unguarded Ugh. in those roles, right? When when this is the reaction when you pull up for a game uh, a game clinching shot. Hold on, Jorge, turn my board on real quick, man. That that when Billy Mack goes, no, Russ, right. no, thank you. That's all you need to know because he was unguarded. There, LeBron immediately goes to the hands in the air like. What in the world are we doing here? There, there's, there's no reason to continue to play this game, to 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 act out this charade anymore. You gave it another shot. You tried to maybe trick some teams into thinking that you were going to keep them. Nobody's buying it. Let's just go on to the, whatever the next phase of Laker basketball is, which, in my opinion, should consider or should consist of him being home. Let's just get it started because how many games are this, is this Laker team going to win? About 35 or 40? That's about what it feels like. <laughs> That's right? on the high side, they, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're probably not quite a 500 team, but I don't think they're a terrible team. But they're not going to be any better with him. They're not going to be any worse without him, so let's move on. Have, have the Lakers ever admitted failure on anything? Ever. 
Because I can't remember. It's a good question. I don't think they've ever been here before. It's a good question. Yes. Here, describe what you mean by here. If you send Russell Westbrook home, you're admitting failure. This but it's did not work. A failure this was a mistake. Well, it's, it hasn't failed yet. What's what has been successful? Because you still have games to play, and you you still can win. You can beat Denver. You can win your next five in a row. So it hasn't failed just yet. It's failing. It that, looks that, bad. That is. But if a, you send him home, incredibly optimistic version of what may happen. Because true. We, you've you still have to play the games. You, yeah. you do have to play the games, but you don't have to play them with him. Is my point because if he play, there's. Tell me if you agree with this. There is no evidence that he's going to be the player that they would like him to be, a complimentary player. He's not interested. Absolutely not. Right? So that so we, that's not going to happen. Can I say he's terrible off ball? It's not what he does. Yeah. It's, this is, I'm going to use another one of my stupid cooking analogies. I can't say terrible This off is ball. bringing yeah. in a sushi chef to make you know um, Scottish food. At, at Fat Burger. It's like, <laughs> right, it's like what, right. what are you doing? Yeah. That's not what I do. Why did you hire me? I, right. I, I make sushi. You want me to do, you want me to make haggis? Yeah. I don't know how to do that. Why, why? And then you go, well, you can't even make haggis. Right. I've never made it in my life. I don't know how you to know, do it. That's an interesting point. Um, we're looking at LeBron like, why, why, why did you do this? Why don't you ask Russell Westbrook the same question? Why did you say yes? Did you think this was going to work? What did you think was going to happen? Did you think they were going to give you the ball and say, everybody stand back? I honestly, I honestly do think that's what he thought. Because I think that's how he sees the world. He thought they brought him here to, to be, do the Russell Westbrook show. Yes. I think he 30, thought, 10, and 10. I think they thought they brought him in here to be Russell Westbrook. This is what, and again, I'm going def- to do something I haven't done very often. I'm going to defend him for a second. Yeah. I have done one thing since I've come into this league. One. Right. I am Russell Westbrook. I play as fast as I can, I attack the basket, and I play relentlessly. Okay. I don't shoot very well, I'm not a great defender. This is this is nothing about this is concealed, hidden. It's obvious. It's out front. So when you acquire me, why would I think you're not acquiring me for the thing I've done in this league for right. twelve years? Why, I don't think the would, failure's his. I I don't either. Yeah. It was a failure of idea, and the execution was a failure too. But it wasn't his failure. You're asking him to do something he doesn't do. It's like in football, right? If you draft a guy in the first round and you cut him after a year, that's admitting failure. Yeah. That's bad. That's how you get fired Wouldn't as a GM be head worse, coach. worse, though, to let him sit around and, and, and continue to make your team bad? If I got a, got a first-rounder who can't play, got a fourth-rounder who can, I'm going to put this guy in. I don't think you have a choice, but it's the first time I can remember where the Lakers actually admitted failure, where LeBron is going to ad- admit failure. I did this. I brought him here, and it's not working. When is besides That's not the, his strength? Look, when, yeah. when after two games he's like, "Look, we can't shoot. We don't have any lasers on this team." That was not. That was a look. I didn't put this team together. Yeah, and I heard him. He even mentioned Westbrook by name. We Westbrook had open shots. He just didn't hit him. So I mean, that's not throwing a guy under the bus, but it's close. It's time to move on. It's time. It's time for this to not be a conversation. I think everybody that stays behind. I think Russell Fair. Westbrook's in a better spot it, yeah. as far as because we're not going over this every single day. If he's gone and they continue to shoot poorly, okay. But at least we're not asking the hey, what are you going to do with this guy every day? He's gone. Once he's gone, it's a question or two for a day or two. And hey, what's happening? And then it's okay. Let us know when you trade him. It's it's over. Well, let me be Chris Morales. If you had to fire someone, well, you can't fire LeBron. You can't fire the owner. No. Well, Rob's the next guy that's that would, the guy, would, right. would get the... So if you send him home... But they just extended him. They right. just extended him, See, so he's mess. not going anywhere. Yeah, this is a mess. Right, he, he just got an extension. So it, I think the thing is, admit failure. Look, I don't think admitting failure is the end of the world. We all fail. We all make mistakes. We, when, when you have a series of 100 decisions to make every single day, you're not going to go 100 for 100. If you get 60 of them right, you did a pretty good day. True. Right? Yeah. So I get it. This is on a much larger scale, but I don't know, man. Just saying, look, we tried. We missed. We got to move on to continue to try to do the same thing again. It's insanity. Bad idea. No doubt. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Orange County and Michael. Michael, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Michael? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, You probably laughed at the call now because we're all trying to put this, uh, you know, this dead horse down and all that stuff with, with Russell Westbrook. But. I really do feel like the narrative is creating itself, and although we're all tired of talking about it, uh, and you guys just made a point about, you know, we're not asking him to do certain things, but I think we're also asking him not to shoot so much, right? I mean, I think that's where the problem has begun to arise, that we love how hard he plays, we love that he 
plays with passion and energy, does his job. But I don't think his job anymore is to shoot, you know, a mid-range jumper with 18 seconds left on the shot clock when you're up one or three, whatever it was. And I think that's where people are starting to get upset, and it's hard not to talk about it because it's happening so much, right? And or, or Michael, you get a couple no, no guys pressure. talking I, about I LeBron. Real quick, but you, you're right, and it's hard not to react to it when it's happening like this. But again, I'm going to use another bad analogy. If you have a dog that bites, and he bites someone again, it's not the dog's fault. <laughs> it's your fault. It's your fault for having the dog. Right? No doubt. The, yes. the, if, if the dog keeps biting the kid that walks by the front yard, right. it's not the dog. The dog bites. He's not a good boy. Right. He should stop. Yes, he should stop biting people, but he's not. Okay? The dog True. bites. It's on you to remove the dog. I'm and, with you. And I'm that's just, what this is. I'm just saying. But if when you do, and the right thing is to, like you said, send him home, it's just you're an uncharted land for, for Lakerdom, especially with swing. LeBron. Yeah, It'd be a big swing. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. You a college basketball fan, DeMarco? Eh. Yeah? Call me around March. Okay, okay. Then yeah. you're the right person to ask yeah. right here. Um, this season, this upcoming college basketball season, so that would be March of 2023, Yeah, will be Jim Nance's final NCAA basketball tournament. But why? Yeah. Retiring? What's- Emily, do we know why he's uh, stepping away? Just retiring. He's just not from sports casting. Yeah, just, just from, from basketball. This. Just from yeah, that. Yeah, because wow. I heard him say he wants to do fifty masters. Yeah, he's been doing the masters since the eighties. Tremendous. So he he's got that. So he's going to step away from college basketball. I, am I alone here? Because look, I know this is an unpopular opinion. Yeah, I think the guys that do all of those big games, Jim Nance, Joe Buck, Al Michaels, everybody loves Al Michaels. Yeah, but Mike Tirico, these guys that have the biggest games of the week. I think they're all so good at what they do. They're great. And it's like, oh, these guys, you know, we can't find somebody better than Joe Buck. No, you can't. Why is Jim Nance doing this? Because he's great he's at it. Spectacular. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just why do those guys get so much grief? I don't I I still don't understand the Joe Buck hate. I really I've never don't. never understood. He's terrific. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's like born to do this. I'm gonna send my Twitter haters your way. I'm gonna say you you gotta go run this by DeMarco. Why do they hate him so baby much? Baby whale. At baby whale. Is At that baby you, whale. There you go. Is it because he likes the Cardinals no, so much? The, or the, what? The, the most common criticism is is that he seems bored by what he's looking at. That he really? doesn't get enthusiastic, that he doesn't bring the passion of a guy like Al Michaels. Really? Yeah. Oh. I don't I buy think it that's for false. A who's the heir apparent to Jim Nance? Who's going to do college basketball? Well, number two on the network is Ian Eagle, who's also great. Also good. Yeah, okay. he's great. Yeah, Gus Johnson gets universal. Love. I love Gus. Gus is great. Come on, if you don't like Rise Gus, and fire, <laughs> right? Gus, Gus should call the slap fight league that you're going to join. Oh my God, Ian Eagle is going to take over. Who? Gus? Oh, Ian Eagle's going to yeah. take Eagle. over. Okay, yeah, he's great. Okay, Gus he, Johnson doing too. doing fights is great. Uh, he's good at everything, but doing fights is great. <laughs> <laughs> he must be out of his mind. Oh right? my God, it's so funny. He brings unbelievable awesome. energy. Yep. Uh, the original Halloween came out on this day in 1978. And let's just say, Travis Rogers is a Jamie Lee Curtis fan. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. I like that movie, True Lies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's Don't great remember anything about that movie she, except for that. Yeah. yeah she, she was great in this. She's Absolutely. been around a long time, too. She's yes, in a million movies. Dressing up as a character of hers for Halloween. So it's from the movie that came out this year, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, I'm I saw dressing that. up as uh, her character in that yeah. show. The yellow turtleneck and the red glasses. Scary. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. Have you yeah, seen that movie? It's scary. Uh, no, Emily said that it was fantastic. It will I blow your mind. It. It's really, really good. It yeah. will absolutely blow your mind. Really? Yes, it will. Yes. What's the lead character's name? I can't remember her name. Uh, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Bo- yes. Blow my mind and I can't believe this is that good or I'll be scared. Like, blow Not my scared, mind. Not scared, but just blow your mind. It's like nothing you've ever seen like before. Like with a twist? A lot of twists. Yeah, and it's nihilistic, which I think is why you'll like it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like a twist a minute. It's great. I don't know if great. I like being a nihilist. That's, that feels... <laughs> that, I, mean, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that I don't know I don't know if I like it. Has anybody seen Hollywood like or Halloween Ends yet? Yeah. The new one? Yeah. yeah. Up, down, no, no, no? Uh, uh, don't waste your time. Really? really? Halloween yeah. Ends. You saw Black Adam? I'm saving I did you. see Black Adam. And? It's good. You like comic book movies, superheroes? I, I'm, I'm really hit and miss on them. Some of them I like, but many of them I do not. I'll give you two things. If you like superhero movies, it's great. If you like The Rock, even better, because he's great in it. Now, it's just a superhero movie, but okay. it's awesome. Yeah. I don't think you sold me. I'm more interested in the first one you were talking about. <laughs> I'm more interested in the anything, everywhere, all at once. Did I get it right? Everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once. And with, with Black Adam, stay till the end, all the way through. 
until you see like the post credit scene. Okay. Oh yeah. Until they put a little Panavision logo on the a little bit. Yeah. At the very end. Oh yeah. yeah Today's yeah. National Greasy Foods Day. Your favorite greasy food is? Uh, she already said it. Bacon. Bacon. Bacon goes with anything. Okay. Any time. Any day of the week. Emily? Any time of the day. Uh, I like a greasy bacon, egg, and cheese bagel sandwich. So it's added the bacon there, but I like uh, that. Just like well, that could be like triple greasy because you could have the bacon. You could have if the bagel is like uh, not toasted, but like you put a little butter on it, it kind of runs off a little bit. Yes, the egg can be a little buttery. You can get like super greasy. Just chomp into that after you're hungover. It's great. Whose burger was that? (laughs) If it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. Yeah, that's that's the greatest slogan ever. Not bad, Jorge fries if i want to keep it american yeah you deep fried ta- taquitos oh yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Fr- french fries I- i'm not yeah. kidding you. I-, I honestly think i could subsist on nothing but french fries for a very long oh, right yeah. there i don't know if you'd last that long <laughs> I- I- i'm not talking like nutritionally i'd expire pretty quickly but just as far as like <laughs> boredom from it all yeah like even if, like i love wings too right yeah, yeah. you have wings a couple days in a row like, I-, I don't need wings fries for- every day i don't need wings yeah. for the next week or two Right, but if you fries, yeah, let's do them again today. Let's do them again tomorrow. What's let's your best? It. What's your favorite fry? McDonald's. McDonald's fries. Yeah, okay. I don't know what it is. What about They're like just... truffle, truffle parm fries? You're no, like those? no, I'm really simple. I nope. want just regular potatoes, and, and, and I salt. want sweet potatoes. Yep, I want them hot, crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside, and as much salt as you can put no, on. You just described McDonald's fries. Yes. Yeah, right there. They are. You know, sneaky, sneaky fast food fry. What? Del Taco. Del Taco does the yes. little ridges, the, right? The yeah, crinkle cut. crinkle cut fries. Shake Shack also great fries. Ooh. They Not always uh, really get them really crispy and fluffy. Not bad. Chick Fil A. I like those fries. They, the, the waffle, waffle fries, the waffle fries. fries, like have not enough fry for the amount of surface area you have. I, I, for some reason, I, I could eat those things like all day. Yeah, she put like a I know scientific <laughs> equation on it. That was awesome. I love just it. Like it. That was amazing. They, they, they take up too much spot in your, uh, okay. in your the cup, and so you never get enough fry. You you'll appreciate this yeah. because I believe you're the one that turned me on to the uh, the you eat it out of the box, the quarter pounder, the Big Mac. Did I show you the technique? <laughs> you told me. Did about I show it. you the technique? You didn't show it to me, but you told me about one it. one of these days this year. I will show you the technique. So here. Okay. I'm going to take a picture on the way home today. I, I, yeah. uh, I'm going to embarrass myself here a little bit. But yeah. Why, Look, why there have it is. a radio show right there. if you can't embarrass yourself? <laughs> when I eat French fries in the car, yeah, the little box that the fries come in, you need to be able to pour them into oh, your mouth. Yeah. Nice. Right? You yep. need to be able to like pour them in and kind of chomp them as you go. Yeah. The waffle fries don't work like that. They don't spill True. into your mouth in a uniform fashion. You got to get it halfway down. Halfway. <laughs> halfway. Trust me, I've done. I feel like you've yeah. done the market research. Oh yeah, on this. halfway down. There's no this doubt. new device uh, that is a burger holder, so that it's for, made for eating burgers in the car. So essentially, you put your burger in, and it holds it. So it, it, none of the juices come out on your clothes, none of the condiments fall out on your clothes. And so you just eat, eat, and then once you're done, it has like, your little holder has all the condiments in there, so you can eat them off of that if you want to. I don't need no stinking holder. Yeah, you, no, you, it <laughs> comes in a holder. As it far comes as in a holder. It yeah. comes yeah. in a yeah. holder. Yeah. 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 I can do it. do it. Yeah. Um, Justin Turner. Posted a long message on his social media, um, one of his social media accounts. I'm not going to read all of it to you, but I am going to say it's really good. If you are a Dodger fan, you will like this because you can feel the weight that he's carrying for another postseason failure. You can feel the weight that he and his teammates are are carrying after this particular postseason failure where they won 111 games. Um, As a Dodger who has been here for a lot of these endings, I feel like these words won't ever be enough, and I understand that. There are no excuses. Finger-pointing coulda, woulda, shouldas that will make this go away. For a team that we had, or for a team that had the season we had, this is gut-wrenching and hard to accept. Wow. You can feel the weight. on, And honestly... I don't want to say it makes me feel better, but I, I'm that they're feeling the same thing that Dodger fans are feeling means something. They're not smiling. They, they, they're not happy. Yeah, this yeah, wasn't yeah. a hey, look, base, stuff happens. Yeah. Baseball, you know, ran into a hot team. This is no. It we hurts. were the best team, and we were out like that. Wow. Yep. I felt the same way when the Sopranos ended. When the screen went black, mm-hmm. same thing. Like, I didn't get the finish I wanted for the Dodgers. You know what I mean? Even in retrospect, The Sopranos, it, it hasn't grown on you over time? It still makes me mad. Really? I've watched, I've rewatched oh, that entire it. series six or seven times. I love. it. I still get mad. I still <laughs> get mad. Meadows parking that car, and I, even I know it's coming, it's like, oh, oh, they got me again. My God, I was so mad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you subscribe to the idea that that was the end? Somebody got him. That's it. Boom. Lights out. No, I, I'm waiting on the movie. 
I'm waiting on the movie. Well, you're going to be waiting a long time. I know. He's unavailable. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm still he, waiting on the movie. He's not coming around. I still don't believe it. Let's do a little super crosstalk. Woo, 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 woo. I feel like I have to do it in Mason's absence. Yeah. I feel like that's the proper way to get super crosstalk <laughs> kicked off. I mean, um, if Mace cared that much about it, he'd be here. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I don't it. know if he cares as much about it as I do, but we need to do. Um, Best today's National Greasy Food Day. Oh yeah, I live for that. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> this is the right crowd. I feel like we've got the right. Maybe Andy, you might want to sit this one out. You look like you might eat health, healthy in your life. I I eat fairly healthy, but that does not mean that I don't appreciate the unhealthy. Okay, okay. So let's start nice. right here. Uh, yours was I said anything with bacon. Bacon is yeah. his favorite greasy food. I'm French fries. That that's my go to thing. Ramona. Yeah, French fries are up there. That's pretty good. Um, I'm kind of into like, especially now that I'm not having dairy, I'm kind of into like the cheese paper of like a like if you get like a big greasy burger, oh. and like you know how the like you go to In and Out and like mm-hmm. the cheese melts on the paper and that stuff and it's all greasy in the and stuff. Of the and like I remember when I first started dating Nevin, my husband, he would like eat his burger and he'd leave the cheese oh, on no. the paper, and I was like, Why did you ever go on a second date? Ah. No, and I said, No, wait, 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 wait. Finish this. I go. Wait, are you not going to eat your cheese paper? And he was like, no, do you want it? And I was like, yes, I do. Give me that cheese paper. So I That's just how ate. you know there was the second date right there. <laughs> and I was like, this is going to work out just fine. She's a keeper. <laughs> you, got, you get extra cheese paper, right? You, like, you, you don't have to paper. share yours, and Hell you get yeah. all of his. Like, don't bother opening the door for me. <laughs> anything like that. Yeah. Absolutely. No doubt. Andy? Um, you know, it used to be for me pizza, but I feel like over the last 10 or 15 years, pizza has kind of classed itself up to to the point where it's not really considered pure grease food anymore. Ah. So I'm saying either fries or, I don't do this often, but boy, do I crave them, loaded skins. Ooh. Oh, loaded loaded skins. skins yeah. Or mm. not, nachos. Is that greasy? Well, the chips are. Yeah. But the chips, the cheese. Yeah, the cheese can Depends be Depends on what you put on it. Yeah. Sour cream's terrible yeah, You've for talked it. me into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nachos. Not I, bad. I was at a Halloween it. party this weekend. Um, and Kid or adult? It was... It was <laughs> important distinction. Yeah. Kind of a combination of both. Okay. There yeah. were, I mean, there were adults that are supervised the children, but the people holding the party have a small child. And I think in a lot uh, of ways, it was for all of us to meet the small child. Okay. But they had like old-fashioned nachos there with, like, the melted cheese that you ladled on yourself. Like the like, time you get at the Dodger game, that kind of stuff? Yes, yes. yes. It was sense-memory baseball game. <laughs> oh, my. Look at DeMarco's face. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> He's off in another world right uh, now. Because they ruin nachos now. Like, if you go to a baseball game or a sporting event, like, they put the cheese in the little side... Triangle. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta it's like drip a dip it over the top. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a dip now. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's like you're going to like a Michelin restaurant or yeah. something. Like, <laughs> they all happen to like the cheese all over the chips with the yeah. jalapenos on it. Like, somebody was offended. Yeah, <laughs> Ramona, have you had the uh, Halloween party for your oldest yet, where you have to go and socialize with all the other parents? Uh, I was gonna go to one of those like Halloween experiences. You know, like the way they have the light shows and all yeah, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's gonna go to one of those, but then uh, my oldest was sick, so we kept him home because it was cold and windy last night. But so he's not—he's not quite at the like socialize with other kids Halloween version yet. It's more like we go to the party store. He picks out seven costumes he wants. <laughs> I say we need to choose one. I get one, and then the next day he goes, "Can we go to the party store again?" Oh yeah. I want to get. I want tomorrow. I want to be something else. But he, there's no concept of like waiting for Halloween. He just wants to wear it now. He wants to wear it around the house. Yeah. He just what he wore it? his dinosaur costume already. He's got a pirate costume. He's like Dale from Star Wars. Yeah, just up as Cookie <laughs> yeah. Monster. Like it's kind of fun. I've always because <laughs> I, the reason I ask is, yeah. and Demarco, you've been through. You have an older. Yeah. daughter and a daughter who's this age now oh, yeah. too when you go to those co-ed or not co-ed like adult and kid parties and all the kids kind of know each other or yeah. kids don't really care if they know each other or not they kind of interact pretty seamlessly what do you do in those situations where you're around and everybody's not really knowing each other all that well but there's drinking to be had do you dive right in or do you slow play it right to the bar <laughs> right right to the bar. It kind of depends on how tired I am from talking to people throughout the day. Because, uh, like, you host a radio show every day. It's a lot of talking. It is. 
It's a lot of talking. Yeah. You know, and it depends on what kind of, like, when I get off the air, I'll drive home and I kind of talk to people on the drive home. But, like, by the time I get home, it's like Nevin wants to talk to me. And I'm like, yeah, this has been a lot of words already today. <laughs> It's like a lot, a lot of, of words yeah. today. I wow. just need to not talk to you for a minute. So, like, if I have to go to a party after I've been talking a lot, so this has to be ten thousand times worse for you oh, yeah. because you're oh, yeah. on TV, because people know who you are, because people know what you look like. They, they, you're, I wear the mask. You're the NBA person. I'm no, serious. I'm, I wear the mask all the time. I mean, that's not the only reason I wear the mask. I still have a baby at home, so I try to be careful. But like when I go COVID to games mask? now, oh yeah, oh yeah. When I go to games now, I just keep it on. Wow. Keep it on. But, okay. I don't want to get recognized. But you go to the party with your children. <laughs> you have the mask on, but people no, are going to recognize you regardless. It kind of depends on if it's moms or dads. Moms don't recognize me. It's great. They don't They don't care at all. So it's all the dads it's that the want dads will recognize Russell me. Westbrook scoops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woody, how do you deflect? Wow. Yeah. Or do you engage? Uh, I, I give a one line. I give a, like a, like a okay, so I was up <laughs> doing a, I was, I was up doing a, um, an interview. I'm doing a story on Clay Thompson right now, right? So I was out to coffee with one of the assistant coaches on the team, and like I get recognized, he gets recognized by a Warriors fan, and like people are just amazing to me. They go right up to you and they go, "Hey, so how's how's Draymond and Jordan Poole?" <laughs> and you're like, "I mean, do you really think this assistant coach is going to tell you anything at this moment? Like, you never know till you try." Or me as a media, like, you really think the answer is like, always no unless you ask. Right? You ask, guess, Legit like, question. I was just about and, like, to ask you. I was kind of like, do you want me to handle this? Or you want to handle this? Like, I was like, I think it's a you thing. You're the coach. So he just basically was like, they're fine. I try they're to... fine. They're they're good. We're all good. Everybody's good. Yeah. And I I said something like, you know, they they you know they, they played all right last night. You know, something like that. Good like, standard answer. Yeah. The, you know what my favorite one is, and and I've been well established as an antisocial person. Yeah. That I I just don't that the, the chit chat is fine as long yeah. as it's not sports chit chat. Oh the yeah. Most part. I, totally. Like I'm okay if you want to talk about yeah. cars or the weather or your movies. I, I'm here for that. But the second it's a Dodger Laker Ram oh, yeah. thing, it's very quickly if you just go with the, I don't know, man. <laughs> because you clearly, you, know what, you, know you clearly do, but you just. I just deflect. don't want to talk it. I don't want to <laughs> talk about it. The other day, okay, let me, let, let's see how Travis. Let's role play, okay? So I'm at the Lakers Blazers game, mm -hmm. and I kind of sit uh, underneath the basket, usually on the up opposing team side. So fans will come up to me and say like, uh, "Hey, what, you know those? Hey, Momo, what's up?" Right? They want to talk about this one guy comes up and he comes in with like. Hey, you know, it just seems like they're not moving the ball and they're not passing out of the double teams. And da, 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 da. I can't believe they lost this game, but you know. And it was like he wanted to. He, I think he wanted credit as a basketball analyst. Like, oh, they're not moving the ball, not swinging, you know, like that. And I was just like, I, I don't know. They just they can't shoot the three. Like they just. And I said one thing, and then he came back with like another round of <laughs> analysis. analysis. And I was just like, you got it, man. You're on it. Well, wow. that was my that was my you got it, man. You're on it. I got to get wow. to the locker room. That's a like, wonderfully dismissive way. Right? I, I, that's you like something that? I've got. That, that's really good because you, like that one? you nailed it. It's <laughs> this what what he's hoping for is a he. Yeah. Okay. What what he was hoping for was wow. You really know basketball. Have you ever yeah. thought about writing? Have you that's ever thought right. about being yeah, on TV? Yeah, yeah. You you must be a coach. You, yeah. He wanted the validation <laughs> of I recognize the thing that basketball people yeah. would say because i i wanted to point out like it's not because they're not moving the ball or that they're, they're just not making any shots like like they really suck from three point <laughs> there <laughs> like that's kind of the point but like you don't really want me to say anything right there like doesn't matter what i say back you just want a little attaboy, right? So, like, Andy, you you're, you're you strike me it. as somebody that could drop the hammer pretty quickly on those <laughs> on those situations. Like, what, what is your go to? I don't want to talk about this. Uh, well, I mean, I. I came to enjoy, uh, let me preface this by saying, I was very anti-pandemic. Okay. <laughs> like I, I was certainly not in favor of a global pandemic. Weird. But, but I, did, I did come to enjoy the idea of masks on, the distance, Isolation. Less, less reason for random people in my neighborhood who've somehow come to realize I cover sports and wanting to come to me as their oracle for sports questions. Like, hey, hey buddy, yeah. buddy, six feet. Yeah. <laughs> Can't hear you. <laughs> Whoa, what's that you say? <laughs> yeah, how many times do you have to ask somebody that? I, I don't get What about you? It depends. You're too nice. If it's an adult, I'm kind of like Momo, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right on. You're perfect. Yeah. You're great. Because I don't want to say anything, Matt. They, yeah. they, they, they're the fans, you know, like but, they're excited about their team or whatever. But every now and then, yeah. you'll get a kid that's dead on. Uh -huh. Dead on with his analysis. That I'll engage. 
because I think that's fascinating. I really do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What like, if it's yeah. the Chris Farley where, hey, remember that one time you were on the Super Bowl team? <laughs> what if, what if that I get that guy? a lot. I get that a lot. It's amazing, though. It's, it's amazing, though. I mean, like, when he's that well-researched and he's dead on with something, then I'll engage. We'll have that conversation. Did you guys happen to see uh, what Justin Turner posted earlier today? Uh-uh. That, that, so he, he posted a, a, a relatively long – I, I thought it was really good. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but – you could feel the pain in his statement. I'm assuming he wrote this. He writes really well. Um, and it's just about how this, we're not okay with what happened. I'll read you this. There are no excuses, finger pointing, or coulda, woulda, shouldas that will make this go away for a team that the, that had the season we had. This is gut-wrenching and hard to accept. And he thanks Dodger fans for their loyalty and support. It, oddly, it makes it more palatable to me to hear that he's in pain the way the Dodger fans are. Hmm. After a hundred, after a hundred eleven wins, you want them to feel this the way you did. Like, I maybe it's just because the, I, I've heard over the last couple of days, you know, every, every in and out of shows and stuff. There's this conversation point about how the Dodgers need a guy in the clubhouse who is more passionate, more energetic, like somebody who will keep them from being too casual and complacent. So I guess if you're somebody who feels that way it becomes reassuring to hear like, no, these guys felt it as much as I felt it, the fan. Well, you know what? There's more to this that I think is important too, okay? He says, he says, for a team that had the season we had, this is gut-wrenching and hard to accept. And because we all feel the same way, I want to say thank you. Thank you for your passion, loving this team so much that it hurts so bad when we fall short. Thank you for your loyalty, even when we don't get the results we want. I still see those L.A. hats being worn proudly around Los Angeles. That's good. It's great. That's the right sentiment. It it is, because I think, Ramona, part of it, too, when you hear Andrew Freeman, and I'm not suggesting that Andrew Freeman doesn't care. That's not the point of this. But when you hear him say, listen, baseball is weird. It's random that, you know, the best team doesn't always win the World Series. Sometimes stuff just doesn't break your way. It leaves you like, dude. That I, just I, made me mad. Yeah, it, I, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not feeling it from you the way I'm feeling it from Sounds myself. Sounds like a robot. It, except, yeah. though, here's the thing. He's right. Of course he is. And, and, and we know he's right because we spent the whole year talking about it doesn't matter if they won 111 yeah. games. You know why? Because baseball's weird and random and anybody can win in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't want to hear that now, though. You know, the, the, when you lose like that, it is a hundred miles an hour to zero. It is so abrupt, and every season feels like an abrupt ending because like, you're in it and you're so in it, and then it's just boom over. And the only people who enjoy the ending of a season are the ones who win it. Okay, well, no doubt. So there is an abruptness, but this was so abrupt because it was early, and the way they went out was like they went out with a whimper. Yeah, they, it, it was wasn't not close. even a good. And yeah. also, too, they went out against the Padres, yep. and the Horrible. Padres, if nothing else, were always the team that Dodger fans could dismiss and make fun of. Yep. Like, you know, they they made all these moves at the deadline, and for a while it didn't seem like it did any good. And it's like, oh, that's so cute the way you're trying. And There's, then they end up beating the Dodgers. So, so you so lose that element. When when we would lose, I, I assume you guys all do this too at some point. I don't know when it stops, whether you're professional or college or whatever, but at the end of a year, we usually went out afterwards. There was usually like a team party or a, not a party, but we'd like go to dinner or yeah. something like that. And, pe- and we, were, we were in college, we didn't, we, we didn't drink or anything. Like It wasn't like, huh. hey, we're out with a coach. I mean, maybe maybe later <laughs> at the frat to, party or something, yeah. but like at the official, like oh, the shit. coaches are still here and we're, you know, whatever. Um, but it was like, there was a lot of commiserating that we would do amongst ourselves. Um, and then you kind of work through it. Like you, you know, there's a sadness to it, but you work through it and you find a bit of closure and you, and you find some motivate. And I think I'm sure everyone on the Dodgers had done that the past week. Fans do that too. It's part of our job as radio hosts to do that. I was here the day afterwards and it was sort of like the stages of, you know, grief, right? (laughs) That we're. You know, like that's kind of what no, he's like a week out, and he's like, you know what? Here's where I he's am. Still that's feeling raw. it. Yeah. He's still yeah. feeling, which feels better. When you were at Stanford, I know you went to the yeah. College World Series. How many times? Just once. Just, just once. my last year. Okay, so that you're you're in the final stages of maybe winning a championship, right? So yeah. you can you can feel it. And did you win it the year you were there? We finished third, and you so th- ours was different though. Okay, so. Every single year we were supposed we the first year was like a surprise. We were not even supposed to be good that year and then we got a number 1 seed. We lost our first game at regionals and we had to come back to the losers bracket and we didn't we didn't even make to the World Series, yeah. right? Then each year then after that there were expectations and each of those my second and third years we choked. 
We got to either regionals or super regionals and choked. And so there was this total, like, we are not going to choke again. Whatever we got to do to get to the World Series, we got to do it. If I have to, you know, stick my arm out and get hit by a pitch, I'll do it. If I have to pretend like I, you know, whatever it is, like, we are going to die before we don't go to the World Series again, right? So we finally get to Oklahoma City, and this was, like, making it for us. Mm -hmm. So everything that came afterwards was, like, gravy. We weren't going to win. And we had a chance at it, but once we got there, we were like loose. There was no pressure anymore. That's the thing. That's yeah. what I was getting at. You you were on good teams and not so good yeah. teams, right? Horrible teams. The, yeah. The, when you have that good team and you're yeah. and you're expected to make a run, right? It's tight as a tick. Tight. Everything That's is what, tight. The pressure was at regionals and super regionals, right? And when you get and when you're just, a, I was on nothing really but mediocre yeah. teams. When the season ends, if you had so, it's like all right, it you, you yeah. just kind of it is. This is the worst ending to the best season yeah where it's just okay totally. everything's ready then bam it's over and that's and when you know that you choked like you know it like when your team oh, yeah. chokes like, yeah, yeah. And, and and all i said <laughs> yeah. it wasn't me there was one year it was me i was like oh man my the junior year in the field in the field oh Ooh. brutal i made an error it was terrible and i'll, I'll just never to this day i can replay the play in my head like it was the, the girl was tagging up from second. I was in right field, and I caught the ball, and then on the, on the transfer, I dropped it because I was trying to rush the throw. And I I had an arm. I was going to throw her out. And to this day, I can like still feel it. Like, oh, my God, how did I? That lost you the game? I mean, no, there were three it, other plays. But helped. in my oh. head, it did. You know? Okay. Like, there were three other plays that happened and whatever. But like in your head, the one play that you What make, inning was it? Uh, probably like the fifth or so. Oh, there's late. plenty of time. Plenty of time. Let yourself off the hook. You, you know, didn't pull well, up for a jump shot with 18 seconds to go, right? <laughs> no, I didn't like, do that. This throw and wasn't a two for one. And we've come full circle. <laughs> this feels like a good time. Mason and Island is coming up next. Momo and Andy are in. We'll see you tomorrow.